0: To get U.S. residency requires the COVID jab. Commentary It's helpful to think of a COVID experience as a never-ending house of horrors, with room after room of scandal and outrage, so much so that you never quite get through it. There simply are not enough researchers or column inches to cover it all. In the past, any one of these outrages would be enough to call forth enormous public debate. Introduce them all at once starting March 2020 and gradually unfold and codify them over a few years, and many features slip through the cracks. Consider, for example, the continued requirement that any legally immigrating person coming to the United States from another country and seeking residency is absolutely required to get the COVID-19 vaccine a shot widely admitted not to protect against infection or spread and is associated with injury on a scale without pharmaceutical precedent. And yet the U.S. government requires it. The evidence is here from the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Note the language, to prevent the following diseases. That is completely untrue. You cannot make it true simply by claiming that it prevents something. It does nothing of the kind, despite its moniker of being a vaccine. All the others are indeed vaccines that generally prevent the disease because they are sterilizing shots. The COVID 19 shot is not. And yet, there it is, riding the coattails of public health valor from past ages. It is generally not possible to avoid the requirement. You can appeal for a religious exemption which involves several rounds of correspondence and documentation. They have variously been granted after much headache, bureaucracy and expense. Very few will go to the trouble. Meanwhile, the United States is currently experiencing a wave of immigration from asylum seekers which this country has never seen in raw numbers before. There is no requirement that these people coming across the southern border, and then shipped around the country face any such requirement of COVID vaccination. That only kicks in if you seek to immigrate the old-fashioned way, which is to say, by seeking legal permission. Based on reports from archive.org, it appears that the addition of the COVID-19 shot was in the first week of October 2021. It was not there, and then it was, by pure bureaucratic edict. Edit file, submit done. This was long after it was well known that the vaccine did not stop infection or transmission, and long after the CDC was aware of the health risks of the vaccine. It was also a time when vaccine uptake was dramatically dropping from the levels of the initial enthusiasm from earlier that year. By this time, vast numbers had grown sceptical and were willing to take their chances. The market for shots was headed south. It appears that immigrant populations who had not been required to get it for the first 10 months of 2021 were roped into the market as mandates began to invade private workplaces and cities. In other words, this was a forced recruitment of immigrant populations to boost the demand for the shots. The Biden administration attempted to impose such mandates on the whole of the private sector. The Supreme Court blocked that measure in January 2022. So most were repealed. But the one for legal immigration stayed and has not been challenged in court. There is a darker way to understand this policy move too. It serves as a filtering mechanism. Many people around the world were fleeing shot mandates from their home countries. Adding this one to the list of required injections was a way to signal to the world, the United States would not provide any sanctuary to shot refuseniks so don't bother even trying. It also operates as a culling mechanism against anti-lockdown and anti-mandate opinions. It assured that the United States would not be allowing people to work here who think for themselves, look at evidence, or otherwise refuse to bow to the pharma agenda. The CDC further elaborates on the regulation, it must be within 12 months and it does pertain to children too. There is a narrow range of exemption for repeated shots, but that requires additional paperwork. There is simply no basis for this mandate at all. The vaccine is not efficacious in the normal sense of that term. Nor is it necessary for healthy adults, much less children, who face a near-zero risk of medically significant outcomes. There is the additional peculiarity that whatever immune response occurs from the shot fades quickly, and ever less pertains to the existing strain in the community of this fast-mutating virus. In other words, there is nothing defensible about this policy at all. It is keeping untold families apart and preventing US citizens from moving to the United States with children and spouses from other countries who decline the shots. They have worked to get back, but the vaccine mandate here bars them from doing so. Sadly, there are few in Congress willing to take up the causes and do something about this. It's the sort of rule that is enforced with no rationality at all but which benefits powerful pharmaceutical companies. The issue has been barely covered in the media at all and there are currently no real efforts ongoing to push back because the victims are powerless and much of the world has moved on. Meanwhile, this COVID vaccine is being gradually added to every list of requirements that is available, from immigration to the childhood schedule to school attendance. This is despite how the shot has completely failed to perform up to the promise of the first year. This is fully known by vast swaths of the world's population, and yet U.S. bureaucracies persist in their impositions without the slightest sense that they ought to acquiesce to the reality that everyone knows. From the Brownstone Institute.